Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a scoop du jour for you and a dear DST. I'm pretty psyched. Pretty psyched. Emily, how are you? Do you have any updates? You know, not too many updates. I did get some Mm -hmm. feedback on the journaling episode and a lot of people liked it, which honestly I was pleasantly surprised by because I think you could hear how embarrassed I was to read my very benign journal entry. No, no shame. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, my journaling journey is still going mm-hmm. strong. I brought my journal. I'm actually on a little mini vacation right now. I'm at my grandmother's house in Florida. And uh, I brought my journal and I've been taking some time in the morning to do that. And it's really nice to have that moment of introspection. And I think mm-hmm. it's a habit that I'm going to keep up. Yeah, and you can write about your time with your grandma, which we love grandmas. We want to remember them. They're not here forever. Absolutely. (laughs) But I wanted to ask you, you said that you've been watching a new show, and I've never heard of this show. Can you tell me about it? It's called Physical 100? Physical 100. It's on Netflix. It is a Korean show, and it is 100 contestants where they're competing for, like, physical challenges and stuff to be, like, the top one but the verbiage in it is like it's very body centric like we are looking for the perfect form and like we're looking Mm. for the perfect body and stuff and so it's like it's comparing what they're able to do with their body to what they look like and stuff and as somebody who like isn't obsessed with that like that's hard to get over but as somebody who like loves to see bodies like push to do what they can do and like look like what they can look like. I'm like fascinated by it. They make it's men and women and um, they make body casts of every single person before they come in. And then everybody walks into this big hall where all the casts are and they walk around and they admire. They're like, oh, that body's crazy. That body's insane and stuff. And then after the challenges, if you get eliminated, you have to take a hammer to your own bust and destroy your body because it's not the best body. Oh, my God. That is symbolism right there. Yes. Wow. That's so crazy. So they're doing physical challenges. Are the men competing against the women? Yeah. So they're doing the same physical challenges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's been like men versus women like in wrestling or whatever. Um, It's not like the most common. A lot of them are like team challenges, but they're very like creative challenges and they test all different types of strength. So spoiler alert, if anybody 
wants to like watch the show and like see the challenges in real time, don't listen to the next five minutes of what I'm about to say. Um, those of you who have watched, here we go, or who don't care about spoilers. Um, they have the first thing is just hanging from a like structure that raises up and then the floor opens up into water. And so all these people just have to hang and hold up their own strength. And so it was really easy to see like who dropped out first, like how many women made it so long. Um, like wow. just other people being like, oh, I didn't expect that body type to like fall into the water immediately. That's an interesting one because hanging, well, first of all, free hanging for a long time is quite difficult. Like I, I think- mm-hmm. You might think it would be fairly easy, but it, it's a huge test of endurance. I would never endurance. think that. Yeah. <laughs> well, not you, but some people listening to this might think, oh, you're just hanging. I could never do the monkey bars. Oh, my God. The monkey bars fucking blow. I hate the yeah. monkey bars. Like, to this day, and my feet touch the ground. Yeah, same. <laughs> yes. yes. They're low-key dangerous, too. I had a, a friend in elementary school who broke his leg from falling off the monkey bars, even though it's not that high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think somebody could break their leg, but if you fall the wrong way, yeah. My little sister used to hang on the monkey bars and then like didn't know how to get down, so she would just scream, help. (laughs) Wait, help, no H? Help, yeah. (laughs) Would you help her or would you just let her fall? Of course I would help her if I could. Oh, sweet sister. Grab an adult. Um, But yeah, so the other challenges that I thought were really cool were they did like a whole Greek myth section. So there was like the myth of Sisyphus where it's like you have to keep rolling a boulder up a hill, but it was like up and down and up and down and up and down. It was like the last man standing. There was, who's the guy that holds the Atlas holds the world on his back. So that was another one where you had to just hold a boulder on your neck for like 10 minutes. It was fucking insane. Jeez. And then there was a never ending rope climb. So like you climb on a rope, but then the rope keeps getting lowered. And if you touch the floor, you're out. This is my literal nightmare. Like everything that you're describing sounds like the uh, physical challenges that we had to do in gym class. Like the presidential fitness exam. The, the, yeah, the presidential fitness exam. For anybody else who mm-hmm. remembers this, please slide into my DMs. I'm starting a, a group therapy. Yeah. Tell us how you did. Let me <laughs> yeah, know how long I, I you can reach past your toes. But, you know, I will tell you that when we took the fitness test, I was so scared because they said uh, girls have to run the mile in 10 minutes. And Mm -hmm. I really never ran. And I was, you know, a chunky gal. Yeah. And I ran that mile in 10 minutes flat. Wow. It took me 11. Okay, but 11 is still good. Like 11 is still super like 10 minutes. It's good, but you also failed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah were there any consequences for that by the way because I passed I don't know just if you feeling like a loser just, just just feeling yeah. so deflated yeah yeah but I remember being so proud of myself so I also like I do think these fitness exams are kind of fucked up because I think you know children end up comparing themselves and feeling bad if they don't have as good of a physical ability as their peers but I also think if if you do it and then you can do it and you didn't think that you could do these challenges before. It is a serious self-esteem boost. Totally. And so that's what I really love about the show is all of these people really, first of all, 
they really love working out, but they're they're like top of their field. So there's like Olympic gymnasts, there's Olympic bobsledders, there are MMA fighters. Like they, oh, they so come in and they're all like athletes. they're professionals, and they're all so impressed by each other, and they're all like so honored to be in each other's presence, and like everybody really gives it like they're a hundred percent because they're like. Like it, it would be disrespectful to the person and myself to not mm. like keep going. And so you really just see them pushing their limits and stuff. And there was this one challenge where it was like they had to like build a bridge and then fill up bags of sand and walk over the bridge and stuff. And like it was so complicated and so crazy. But I was like watching it with my sister and her boyfriend and uh, we were all like, oh, my God, they're having the best time. Like everybody was like, this is so awesome to be like, even though that we're like, we love competing like this. We love pushing our limits. Like it made Charlotte and I, we were like, oh, I want to get jacked after this. Like all the women had like massive arms and we just started like picking up her lamps and her like vacuum cleaners. And we we're like, ah, <laughs> You guys started taking steroids. You started juicing after this show. None of these people have steroids. They're amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it sounds like a lot of these challenges are actually endurance tests more than they are mm-hmm. strength. And that to me is interesting. It's a mix. Well, yeah, it's a it's a mix. But like pushing something up a hill or, or climbing a continuous rope, it's like you might be surprised who actually hangs on longer. Yeah, yeah. Rather than like who could push it up the fastest, for example. Yeah, totally. That sounds like a fun show. Yeah, but I was just really inspired. Like I don't usually, I don't know, love working out as everyone knows. But I was like, I think I get it. Like it's like a, it seems fun. (laughs) Well, I find that with any niche, and I'm calling athleticism a niche, even though yeah, it's, (laughs) it's not really, you know, many people are athletic in some capacity, but... For people who are athletes, I think it's the same thing for people, hear me out, who frequently go to sex parties or who are like involved in the poly community and and stuff like that. Or are involved in the church. It's a community. Sure. Just like any any niche that you think like, oh, they're super into this thing. They're actually Mm -hmm. just nerds for this thing. And I find this this thing. Yeah. And like I, I went to a sex party a couple of years ago and that's why I draw I, I'm drawing that comparison because yeah, I thought comparison. these were going to be like the biggest freaks on the planet. And they weren't the mm. biggest freaks on the planet. They were actually just really, really nerdy about sex. Yes, they know a lot. So athletes um, are kind of the same. Like you would think that they would be these big brutes who just I lift no. things up and put them down. But no, they're actually just nerds for fitness. Yeah, you would die. There was one scene where like half the people got eliminated and then the other half that got to move on get into this like amazing space that's like cozy and stuff. But then it has a massive wall of like protein shakes and powders and whatever. And they all got in. They were like, yes. And they're like clapping and stuff like just looking at this wall and clapping and like taking all the stuff they can. They're like, this is amazing. Remy, I fear that I'm turning into one of these people. I mean, not that extreme, but really? like I used to, you know, I used to really scoff at protein powder and stuff. And now mm-hmm. I'm constantly like, how do I add more protein? You know, I chew up the chicken bones after I eat the chicken. Like I chew. I actually probably the inside or this. the or the top the cartilage. Of it. The cartilage. Yeah, that's what I do too. I do that too. Oh, you do that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't know anybody else did that. And I feel very vindicated. It's a great source of protein. Yeah. 
Is it? I just, our bodies just knew. Yeah, we just knew. But no, I also, I, I have like an oral it. fixation that I was like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it's just like chewy and good. I chew yeah, actually, nice. <laughs> after Andy finishes his chicken, he'll give me the bone and I'll gnaw on the bone like a little mutt. I love that. It's fun. Sharing is caring. It is. But you guys, highly recommend Physical 100. The only caveat I will say is that it might give you body dysmorphia. Our producer was saying that he's watching it as well. And as a man, he's he's like, oh, my God, like I feel inadequate. Stop watching if that's how you're feeling, I think. Or just remind yourself that your body's great and what it can do for you. Right. And also, you don't need to be these people. Yeah. I would say the same thing about this that I would say about seeing models on Instagram. It's like, you don't have to look like a model. You're a person. And that's great if you do look like a model. And that's also great if that is your actual occupation. Um, But if it's not, try not to stress about it. Just try to see it purely as entertainment value. I will say it really made me want to like pull a rope. I've never wanted to like pull a rope in my life. And I'm like, I think that's like what I want to do. <laughs> I, I did it once and that was enough for me. I never want to climb right. a rope again. Oh, not climb a rope. Pull a rope. I could never climb a rope. Oh, pull a rope like at the gym. The, Those the, heavy um, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually fun. You should do it. Yeah, you should try. it looks fun. Great for the core. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And 
they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Okay, let's move on to our scoop du jour. So, Fashion Week just happened here in New York City. Mm-hmm. Okay, by the way, didn't it just happen? Am I stupid? Are there two Fashion Weeks per year? Seasons. There's spring, summer, and fall, winter. So is it every season there's a Fashion Week? I, I believe it's spring, summer collections are together and fall, winter are together. Okay, so there was one over the summer and there's another one that just happened. Exactly. Well, apparently there's been a severe lack of plus size models featured in mm-hmm. Fashion Week. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I saw this on an Instagram post from Business of Fashion, and the caption read, after a half decade where plus size models, typically defined as a size 14 and above, were an increasingly common sight on the runway, their relative absence in New York this past week was a source of conversation on the sidelines of shows and on social media. Theories about the reason behind the shift, some see it as a symptom of a broader cultural pivot where celebrities are bragging about their skinnier frames and the sudden ubiquity of diet drugs that can make it feel Mm -hmm. like the past decade plus of messaging on body positivity never happened. Yeah, we've talked about things being cyclical, but I also I think it's just kind of like the fashion houses being like, okay, we did it. We gave you your body positivity moment. We gave you your inclusion moment. Like, are you happy? We did it last year. Well, that's why when plus size models are featured on big magazines, like I remember when Tess Holliday um, had the Mm -hmm. magazine cover. And, you know, while I do agree that that was a big step forward Mm -hmm. in, in terms of size inclusivity in the media, 
and I agree with that, but we can't become complacent and just think, oh, there's been a plus size model on the cover of a major magazine. So Mm -hmm. now we don't have a job to do anymore. We very much Mm -hmm. still have a job to do because that's turning plus size people and plus size models just into it's tokenism, essentially. Totally. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, it reminds me of like the ebbs and flows in feminism or in any social justice work where it's like you get a little win and then, like you said, people get complacent um, and they think that like, okay, this thing we're going to, it means we're going to stay here once we set our notch here. Like we set our notch, we had Roe v. Wade. We thought, uh, you know, so many of us, I think got lazy and got like, like we took it for granted. Like this is, it's something that we grew up with. I certainly did. You know, like, so it's like, oh, I could never imagine it going away. Um, But like, we have to keep talking about these things and doing these things because once the pendulum swings a little bit in favor of progress, then people are always going to be trying to swing it back so much harder the other way. So whenever somebody's just like silent about like an issue, like especially like, I've had so many people do weight conversations recently and like, I'm like, I could either just like respect where they are on their journey. And like, I do try to do that, but I also just kind of, I'm like, I need to reinforce that. Like, like, even if they're talking poorly about themselves, I'm like, no, it's okay. You're okay. And like, here's why, you know, like, I don't want to be the person that's like not fun at parties because I'm the only one who's like not, into diet culture or whatever, but I feel like it's kind of my duty, you know, like if not for like everyone's mental health for like my own mental health. You know what? I I really love that you do have those conversations with people as much as you do. And I've shared that, you know, I have a hard time doing it. And that is exactly the fear that I'm going to become this wet blanket that nobody wants to be around or that you know, everybody needs to tiptoe around or walk on eggshells around me because they don't want to offend me. And really, Mm -hmm. it's not that I feel personally offended. I just continue to be so shocked. Yes, and let down and let down that these chains that I've broken out of in terms of like my own fat phobia and the way that I think about it, and I still have a ways to go. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't there yet. And and how yeah. do I respond to that? I, I, I've been thinking about it so, so much. And I'm sorry that my thoughts are a little bit scattered right now. But I think what I have landed on for me is that mm-hmm. I need to remove myself from that conversation because I can't, I can't let societal problems be the responsibility of an individual. I can't blame an individual for saying something or thinking something. No, no. But that's why I'm like, it's it's the meet them where they are thing. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to shame them in the moment. Like I genuinely, I had a friend just like who was like, oh, I'm so bloated. I don't fit in anything. I'm disgusting or whatever. This is one of the most gorgeous creatures I've ever seen in my life. And it I was like, is. I was like, you can't do this to yourself. You know, it wasn't about me in that moment. It was like, I need to heal you. Because like, yeah, and I, yes, I it does that. irk me. And and what you're saying about yourself, I do feel like you're saying something about me. If you have a problem with you, you've got to have an issue with me. But don't have an issue with either of us. If you can, like, take that out of your brain. That sucks. Yeah, I, I really love that approach. I think I need to do that more often. Um, and I mean, 
circling back to this. Yeah. Just get some more plus size models. There's so many of them. I personally know like five that just moved to New York. Like, So here's the thing. I think the fashion houses don't want to do it. A, because they don't fucking care. They don't care. They don't care. They never did. There are some that are founded for plus size women, for size inclusivity. You know, like that's amazing. We can go for those brands. Um, but most of them, like they just don't give a fuck. And I think that they don't want to give people those platforms because then they become part of the conversation where people are like, ugh, you're promoting obesity and stuff. And like Uh they get all of those comments and stuff. And anytime somebody says you're promoting obesity or whatever, or like you're like, they'll call anything obese. Like they don't even care (laughs) about like the health ramifications. They're like somebody who's 20 pounds overweight, like she's obese. Like, or just somebody with like a single belly roll. Obese. Um, (laughs) Here's my, here's my issue with, promoting obesity and actually um for anybody who listens to maintenance phase they have a Mm -hmm. really great episode on Mm -hmm. quote glorifying obesity and I would highly recommend you listen to that because Aubrey Gordon who is one of the hosts actually gets comments like that all the time on her Instagram like you're promoting obesity um yeah and she she shuts it down so well and basically feel like what it comes down to is you're seeing a fat person not actively trying to change their body or just out in the world, just being happy, maybe with a smile on their face. And that equals promoting obesity. But I think we've talked about this before. It's like not everything that I do or not everything that I am is a promotion. I have thick eyebrows. Am I promoting having thick eyebrows? Yeah, there's... A difference of living in a body that's not, quote unquote, acceptable and having that be an an act of radical self-love or whatever, of of acceptance or whatever. But you're not promoting and you're not saying everybody needs to look like me or whatever. You're just saying, I'm okay with this. Exactly. And it that really pisses people off. Exactly. Because and I think I, I know I mentioned this to you. I used to love my ex because he was on board with how fat my arms were and he understood Mm. that I was too fat or whatever. And everyone else had been saying I was fine, but he was going to hold me to a higher standard. And I loved that about, I was like, that's great. It's that's not great. No, you were accepting the love that you thought you deserved. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, but no, but I get what you're saying. It's like, I can just be a person and I'm not I'm not promoting like the way that I am as a person. It's just very bizarre to me. And what it ultimately comes down to is people just don't like seeing other people, especially in larger bodies, just happy with themselves and just living their lives and not caring mm-hmm. about outside. Impact. And I have to admit, I've been one of those people. So I understand because I was so hard on myself that I would look at other people being happy and I'd be like, how, how can you be this? Like, I'm mad at you because I could never be okay with myself as it, you know, like, and it's horrible and it's something yeah. that you have to unlearn, but like you have to acknowledge it at least first. Absolutely. Well, I want to touch on one more thing because you got an ad from Good American. Speaking of brands that are size inclusive and were made to be size inclusive. Yeah. um, You you got a Good American ad for jeans that stretch up to four sizes. Literally, I hope we can post it on the Instagram somewhere because it was like 
It looked like a size two person and a size 14 person. It looked even more extreme than four sizes in the ad. Um, but it was like, th- your weight fluctuates and we know that, but like you don't need to buy new jeans because these one pair of pants, like the fucking sisterhood of the traveling weight fluctuations. This will is always sisterhood fit of you. the traveling pants. Yeah, yeah. We need to get some friends. We need to test this. I need to try these jeans because I have friends. They're me at different sizes. <laughs> true, true. But I mean, if we wanted to run like an actual experiment, like, yes, totally. We should get different size, like a huge size range of people. We should get like five people, and then we mm-hmm. each wear the jeans throughout the day, and don't wash them because it washes the magic out of the pants for sure. And see if it truly fits us and if we're comfortable in them. That would be an amazing invention. I have a really hard time believing in it. I'm dying to try these pants. Like, I don't know how they knew I needed jeans. Maybe they overheard that I was at a clothing swap, but I was like, sold. But also, I don't believe you. I I really don't believe. But I believe that maybe, you know, technically they could fit up to four sizes like maybe they have a lot of spandex in them or maybe they have some kind I mean I really know nothing about these jeans I'm just extrapolating what I can if they have a lot of spandex in them we have to wash them in between (laughs) right Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Should we read a Dear DST? For sure. Would you like to read it? Oh, sure. I will. Okay, so here we go. Dear DST, I've been loving what you guys have been putting out lately. The change took a minute to get used to, but I love it more than ever. I have a diet slash dating crossover that I'd love your thoughts on. I recently started seeing this guy I met on Hinge, and we've been on a few dates. He's kind and sweet, and I'm just seeing where things go. There's one thing that concerns me, though. He's on a health journey, and it's throwing me off a little. We can't go on dates during the week around 7.38 because of his CrossFit schedule, which I get because of work. What's throwing me off more is his food comments. On our dinner dates, he has ordered steak and subbed extra veggies for his potato side and salads at both of the breweries we've gone to. He said he is not picky about where we eat as long as they have salad or steak and drinks like coffee because he quote unquote, can with his diet, just to name a few. I'm someone who's been on both sides of the spectrum with food from eating a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's in 10 minutes and hating myself for it to refusing to use coffee creamer because of the extra calories. I've been in that that stage and I, I feel for you. However, I do feel like I'm finally in a true place of body neutrality, mostly healthy eating habits and not restricting or binging. I'm trying to get to a place of intuitive eating. I don't know how or when to have a conversation with him about this, but am I crazy for thinking this could be a lifestyle difference that makes us incompatible? I love cooking for people and trying new food and I'm also a little nervous about that his bad habits could make me fall back down the dieting rabbit hole. Any advice experience would be so helpful. I don't have a witty sign off bitch. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing that. I think this is something that happens a lot. And no, Mm -hmm. you are not crazy for thinking this might be a big lifestyle difference because it absolutely is. Yeah, it absolutely is. That being said, think about your lifestyle when it comes to like sharing food with a person. Like you've already said, like he can go most places, but like, are you a food sharer? Um, If that's the case, then like maybe it will be really tough because he's never going to want to split cake. Right. Unless you really want to share his steamed broccoli. This is another thing. Like I personally and oh, and by the way, I don't think this is necessarily a deal breaker. Like I don't either. I, I think it's a very... It's a very valid question, but you might decide, okay, this is totally something I can handle with. No person is going to be the same as you or, you know, do the same things as you in every aspect of their lives. And people can be different and they can have lovely relationships. But for me, if I 
every time I went out to dinner with someone, they were substituting their potatoes for green vegetables. I would be fuming. Like, I, there's no way it would I make could you feel a type of way. It would make me crazy because what if they weren't judging? Like, I is this guy? I know that he's saying things like, "Oh, I can" with his diet, but like. This is where the word diet takes on another meaning. Like he's literally doing CrossFit. And like from Physical 100, I've learned that CrossFit, like I thought I knew what it was. It's insane. It's like, really Like the insane. things that they have people do are insane and and cool if they want to do that. Um, but the diet is part of it. It's, he's not dieting because he's like, oh, I... Well, actually, no, you have to ask him, why are you doing all of this stuff? Is it because you don't think you're adequate or you just want to like challenge yourself? Like if it's just a challenge, it's a different mindset. Yeah. She says he's on a health journey, but that doesn't necessarily mean like he's trying to lose weight. If I had to guess if he's doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. he's probably trying to build muscle. Yeah. I It's particularly the potato thing just rubs me the wrong way because I think potatoes have such a bad rep. Like they have so many vitamins in them. I just think if you're- We just learned from Kimberly Wilson, they're good for you. Yes, (laughs) totally. Yeah, so I mean, that particular thing would bug me, but that's, you know, I'm kind of being a little facetious. I think for you, you need to assess, you know, how much does this actually affect me? Like if somebody says- um, oh, I, ca- I can drink coffee. Like, mm-hmm. does that rub you the wrong way? Or are you the type of person that can compartmentalize and say to yourself, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, if that if that's what makes him comfortable, I don't have to concern myself with that. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's different and everybody handles those situations differently. I think you just need to look inward and assess how affected you are mm-hmm. by somebody else's behaviors around food. For me personally, it affects me a whole lot. But yeah, it might not for you. Yeah. I have a a small story that happened recently is um, I was saying how anxious I was because I have this upcoming event where I'm just nervous about what other people are going to think of me because it's a a group of very judgmental people and I haven't seen them in a very long time. And I'm like nervous to be like thrown back into that atmosphere or whatever. And I was like, just saying to a friend of mine, I was like, "Uh, and none of my stuff really fits me the right way. And I'm just like, I'm just like really like stressed about this. And they were like, well, why don't you diet or whatever? Like, why don't you get on Why don't you start a diet or why don't you start eating healthy? Like I'll do it with you. Like, no, no, whatever. And I was like, I was like, that's going to stress me out more. Like I'm just, I'm trying to express to you that like, I'm just feeling anxious. I'm not trying to tell you like to tell me to do something because you adding this onto my plate of like that I should be dieting for this event. Like it's going to make me even more crazy. And they were like, Oh, I'm sorry. I miss, I misread that. Like I thought you were saying like that you wanted to lose weight and stuff. And like, I just think that that, it can be a default in our society to think that if somebody's not happy with how they look, it's because they like they want to lose weight or that, you know, whatever. Or that changing your weight or attempting to diet and change your weight for an event mm-hmm. is actually a way that people deal with that anxiety. Yeah. It's yeah. a coping mechanism rather than addressing what's underneath and saying, okay, why am I so anxious about my changing body? Why am I so anxious that others will judge me? And is that mm-hmm. bad if they judge me? Is that, does mm-hmm. that, 
you know, am I going to burst into a million pieces if somebody judges me negatively? Mm -hmm. Rather than doing that, a lot of people go to the quick fix of like, okay, well, I'm just going to try to drop five pounds. Right. And that's their way of dealing with it. Which I won't be able to do that. I know I won't be able to. I told you every Halloween I gain 10 pounds just thinking of the idea (laughs) that I need to lose weight. Yeah. You know, for a costume. It's always like clothing centered. Oh, yeah. I mean, it often is. I'm really curious about like, just ask the guy like why he's doing it and stuff. And like, you are just starting out. So maybe you don't have to tell him about your food stuff. But you could, you know, like he is doing it. He's very like public. about. I mean, he has to be, I guess. Well, if you belong in CrossFit, I think you have to talk about it like two hours a day. Yeah, that's part of it. It's part of it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I would say to you, no, I mean, this doesn't need to be a deal breaker. There are many, you know, workarounds. First of all, this might be temporary for him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What if it's just a thing that he's like, yeah, I wanted to try it and see how much I could push my body. And then I'm just like, going to go back to a normal workout, you know? I don't yeah. Know. And a lot of people do that. You know, they'll, they'll try out CrossFit. They'll get super into it. I mean, it's kind of culty. I'm nervous to say that on air on the internet, but I've said it. It's a little bit culty. And um, and I think a lot of people get into it when they have more time and focus and that's where they want to direct their energy. And then later mm-hmm. on, okay, I don't really need to be that jacked anymore. I don't need to be able to yeah. lift 500 pounds over my head. And, you know, yeah. it's just like a little hobby that he's picking Leave up. Leave it on my being. neck for 10 minutes. Right. Um. Yeah, no. And a lot of people could be joining because of the community factor. It's fun to do physical stuff with a bunch of people. It's fun to watch your progress. There was one guy, a CrossFitter on Physical 100, who was like, I only started working out like three years ago. And I was like, what? Crazy. Like that, that is just amazing to see what the body can do. And how quickly you can get into it. I mean, yeah, these these exercise programs are addictive and they're addictive for a reason, which is why it makes you feel really good and really empowered, especially mm-hmm. just like you said, to see your progress. That is a very addictive thing. And I don't mean addictive in a negative way, by the way. I think it just it, it gives you those good endorphins. It gives you those good mm-hmm. feelings and you feel like you're accomplishing something. And that's great in terms of falling back down the dieting rabbit hole, I would say that just checking in with yourself constantly. And if it's a matter of like, oh, I want to order Chinese food, but this guy says he can't eat it. So we're going to order from um, energy fuel instead. Mm -hmm. Just order what you want. Okay. Don't Don't be concerned with him. And this is something I had to get okay doing with my boyfriend. Like sometimes I'll want to eat something and he wants to eat something completely different. And it's not, I'm not in the mood for it. And I won't force myself to eat something that I'm Mm -hmm. not in the mood for. It's really not good for my mental health. So I'll just order separately. I don't care. Or I'll make myself something separately. Order Um, separately. There's so many times that Ben's like, we're getting Taco Bell. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, fuck no. I like I don't need to poop right now. Yeah. I'm not constipated. I'm not ordering Taco Bell. So yeah, yeah keep that in mind. Like you don't your habits do not need to be the same as his, but if it's something that affects you on a deeper level, just be honest with yourself about that as well. And there is no right answer here. Mhm. And there are always other people in your life that you can cook for. Absolutely. Invite me over. Yeah. Um, also, including yourself, like more leftovers for you. Woo-hoo. Absolutely. You could portion them out for the week. 
and mm-hmm. eat it in front of him. I always love doing <laughs> that to people on Twitter. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com and we will answer them. Yes. And follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.